This week on Home of Superior. It just like <laughs> stuck out to me so much of like an eighty like an eighties or no, really probably in the nineties, like comic writing, where you're like, I don't think you understand how any of the embassy situations work. And I'm like, Zebwell seems smart enough to be like, Yeah, what? yeah, an embassy, an embassy, right? When signs attack people. An embassy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where I want you to brood me, Daddy. Issue 270, I'm Caitlin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. This week, after a short stint at a health spa slash rehab facility, Caitlin is back, and we play a game to celebrate. Uh, we've reached the end of season two in our rewatch of X-Men, the animated series. Clark has some news, little homos, so deal. Uh, to get ready for the some brood antics, we have a special talk about Claremont's brood storyline in a class X. Plus, we have polls, comics, and plugs. It's going to be a big episode, folks. Double size. Uh, grand issue. Wait, what do they call it? Giant size man Those grand size issues of X-Men. Double stuff. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Oreos. All right, exactly. let's get into a game. Try as we might to replace him. There's no substitute for the dulcet tones of our favorite denim-wearing, vegetarian, coastal elite jerk, Kaylin Batia. We've it's imi- me. Uh, on the past few podcasts, we've imitated your voice. We read your notes. But we just couldn't match that particular blend of savvy cultural awareness and being too particular <laughs> but we are going to try again in a game called kaylin fake take so here's how it's going to work Ooh. adam ryan and clark you guys are playing okay. <clears throat> um there's been a lot of new developments over the past few weeks i had kaylin give me his takes on each of these news items mm-hmm. i've mixed in some takes of my own Okay. So let's see if you can guess which is the real deal and which is the fake take. Fake take. Some of these have multiple takes from Kalen and some multiple fakes from me. So you're trying to suss out which ones are real. So this is at like A, B, C, D or what? So you're, Either or. You can, there are going to be multiple takes I'm going to give you, and you need to pick out which ones you think Kalen said right. versus which ones are fake. All right. Okay. All right. Fake so take. First. <laughs> <laughs> First, Jed McKay is one of Marvel's hottest writers, and he's going to be writing their flagship book, The Avengers, with a roster that includes Sam fake Smith. <laughs> Sam Smith. This isn't the fake part. <laughs> no, no, no. Ryan got it right. Uh, it's got Sam Sam Wilson, uh, Captain, not Sam Smith, Sam Wilson, <laughs> uh, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Iron Man, Vision, Thor, and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. All right. Here are the takes. This is the most excited I've been in the Avengers, uh, about the Avengers since Hickman wrote it. That's the first take. Even though the team is somewhat bland, McKay picking this roster and with an antagonist like Kang has a synergistic approach, which makes a lot of sense financially. And then third, how is the only mystical person on the team the Scarlet Witch? All right, which ones do you think Kaylin actually actually said? Did you say any of these at all? I, I think maybe the, the second, second one. Can, second one. Rumble, rumble, rumble. What do you, what <laughs> Are do you we all agree? Oh, no, you can go. You can go back. Go back to France. <laughs> so the real one was I also that. Went boop, to boop, India. Boop, that this is the most excited well, I didn't he's want, been. But I didn't want to say go back to India, <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrible. And we're racist. No, yeah. we're, un- we're the opposite. Yeah. We're I purposely wouldn't do such a horrible thing. 
Uh, the real one is that Kalen, this is the most excited Kalen's been about the Avengers since like Man wrote it. Really? Yeah, because well, yeah, none of the runs have been yeah, good. Yeah, nothing so. else. Oh, exactly. Really yeah. There's only like one or how many were there? there were several. Mark yeah. Wade had one, and then, but there was something between Mark Wade and Jason Aaron. There must have been. Well, Jason Aaron's run is stupid. It is stupid, but it's been on, it's on for like yeah. five Never years. Ending. No. Yeah. Why don't we get that on the X Men? <laughs> All right, next one. Angela Bassett got an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress for Wakanda Forever. She is the first person to get an Oscar nom for acting in an MCU, MCU movie. Snaps. Bassett is famous for her role as the mother who loves you, despite how much you disappoint her in my nightmares. <laughs> All right, take one. Uh, her acting is phenomenal, but I'm honestly more relieved that Letitia Wright wasn't nominated for anything because it would bring <laughs> more attention to her terrible <laughs> views. Take number two. If you don't like this, you are a bad person. Mm-hmm. And take number three. I've seen all the movies in the actress in a supporting role category, and I genuinely think she has the strongest chance of winning. I think it's a write-in, um, and it's she doesn't deserve any awards ever. Am I right? That's what Kalen said. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. definitely Kaylin. what Kalen said. Yeah, he said that. Kaylin, remember I don't how know. much you hate Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> These are my best friends, by the way, that don't know me at all. <laughs> no, it's definitely the second one. The second one. The first yeah. one, Clark, Clark wrote in the first one. What was the first one? I already forgot. Letitia Wright didn't get Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, no, I would never say that because I knew she was never going to win anything. Yeah. She sucks, but. What was it? It was, if you don't like this, you're a bad person. That's true. There yeah. we go. Okay. Uh, comics fans were introduced to the new character, Rec Rap, the limbo demon inspired by Spider-Man during Dark Web. Rec Rap also got a signature catchphrase, quote, I would crawl a mile over broken glass on my hands and knees to eat peanuts out of Spider-Man's poop. All right, let's do take number one. Ew. What? <laughs> That's a real take. Did yeah. you say that? That's what he said in the comics. Oh, okay, I'm happy with all right, so take number one. He's dumb, goofy, and I hope he sticks around. Take number two. Rec Rap is too cartoonish and stupid for me. He's cutesy, but he's helped make Dark Web in with a very different tone than where it started. And then take three. I would absolutely smash Rec Rap, no question. Ryan would too. Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Those I muscles. Clark, what did you say? Not the second one, right? Not the second one. It is not the I second one. Like okay. the second Thank God. Yeah, both the other two are right answers. Yeah. So. Kaylin, a- the right one. It's the first one. He's dumb goofy and I hope he sticks around. Yeah. You're not yeah. gonna That's fuck rap rap. What's I am now. <laughs> I didn't think of it then, but thank you for putting <laughs> incepting the idea in my head. He'd be fun. Yeah. All right, next Ryan, one. Ryan, you get to go first though. Right uh, writer Anne Nocenti, uh, of Longshot and Devil, is writing a mini series about storms set during her Moak era. This the time after this is often referred to as her blue and gold period. All right. <laughs> Take number one. No, I'm mostly <laughs> I'm mostly glad that an old school writer like Anne is continuing to get work. Uh, take two. I understand who wants it, but I'm not interested in or untold tales from the past. Take three. This is a terrible idea. And the more nostalgic navel gazing Marvel gets, the worse it is for fans. And take four. If this means more of Storm's bisexuality is explored, then let's go. Number three sounds like you. <laughs> I think they all sound like you, except for maybe number two. Yeah, right? I would yeah. agree. Probably two. We're all staring at Brent as we say this sounds like yeah. you, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's actually the first two, or both Kaylin. Oh. oh. You just couldn't keep it in your pants, could you? You just said I have two Wasn't things. Wasn't the lesbian two ones. Two well, I said one sentence. Oh. You broke it up into two. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's, Those are hey, two it's not really for me, but I'm, glad she's, two but, but I'm glad that the car- an that, a, uh, writer yeah. like Anna Senti is still getting work. Well, and that last pun was too smart for Kaylin. <laughs> Look, some of them. Not if untrue. I'm being honest, I'm throwing in there as jokes. Yeah, you're nailing it. <laughs> All right, last one. The sense of Sinister storyline is kicked off with Sinister having taken over Earth by using clones of Moira as save points, offering resurrection to all humans and sinisterizing them in the process. All right, there's four takes on this one. 
Oh. First, uh, the start of this major event is decent, but considering the hype and buildup, I was underwhelmed and expected more. Oh. Take two. I thought I would be more excited for this alternate world, but I can't accept human beings would res- accept resurrection from mutants when they won't accept vaccines from other humans. <laughs> <laughs> Take three. Because he's an anti-vaxxer. I <laughs> <laughs> Take three. I totally called Mother Righteous being the fourth sinister. <laughs> and take four. That's good. If he was put in a room with a clone of himself for an hour, Mr. Sinister would fuck himself and fight himself. All uh, of the above? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely fakes in there. Oh. Did you, you? I don't remember you doing number four, calling us. Because I, I, call, well, I called it of us, and then some, you might have agreed. Wait, what? Yeah, the fucker fight. But no, I'm talking about the Mother Righteous. Mother Righteous. Oh, that was number three, I thought. Yeah, that, that was, was number three. three. Yeah. Wow, no, you know. were obsessed with Mother Righteous being... Oh, yeah, I, let's say were. Mother Righteous because it's going to come up. Right, that, one, that one is one of Kaylin's. Yes. Yeah. I totally one, called Mother Righteous. I, the other one might be the first one, mm. actually, because I feel like we were hot on Sense of Sinister, but I could feel you not feeling as heated. Adam Very is correct. Good. Adam, yes. you Sorry. hate humans. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Adam, you know the fakes. You know the takes. You know the reality of Kalen. That's been our game. Kalen, fake or take. Kalen, welcome back. Fake Thank today. you. And I we're not done because. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> shut up. Oh, my. Shut up. God. Shut up. He's got yeah. a gun. Also, He's got I've a got bomb. a gun. I like, the, I like that you told us to shut up on a podcast. Kalen yeah. brought out a blue bag for us. <laughs> okay. So I all have from, gifts for you. Uh, I'm going to uh, present them on podcast and we can take pictures and put on Instagram. Yeah, Love it. So first up, Adam. Oh. Here's an image of a, uh, a dancer <laughs> slash performer from uh, a South Indian dance style, which is like oh. the original drag. I got to see one of the performances That's actually. Oh, very And cool. they have these, like the people, like they have to have such like a uh, uh, control over their faces of like all these various expressions. I feel like that's you. Oh, And like, yeah. it was so cool fucking seeing that. I was like, I was watching like BC drag ah, basically. Cause yeah. that's how long old it is. Oh, BC, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Before That's Jesus, yeah. Do you have ever heard of it that yeah. doesn't control their face? Yeah, I, think I, I thought that, that was one of Adam's um, like <laughs> events that just was short at BC. BC, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh BC, Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club, yeah. There you go. There, oh yeah, you're right. Done. All right. All right so for Brent, oh. I got you some spices, you spicy hey. bitch. Oh my god, this is fabulous. Stay. I'm yeah. seeing some green cardamom pods. I'm seeing some cinnamon. I'm seeing some star anise. Cloves. Uh, we got whole peppercorns. <laughs> I don't know. Recognize what this one is. Though. He's got uh, four leaf clovers, uh, purple horseshoes. No, there's no words in it. I don't know what this this last weird Cthulhu. You know what? Each one looks like a little flower that's like red and dry and withered. Uh, basically, you put one in the ground, it opens up a gate to cocoa. Yeah, these are uh, fabulous. So this is the place, uh, Brent. When I showed you the video of the guy making uh, uh, banana chips, mm-hmm. uh, uh, plantain chips. And it was such a cool place. It was the last place we went to in Kerala before, which is a southern state in India, before flying back to Bombay. And like we stopped and got these chips, and they're freshly made. And it was just really cool, like seeing the guy make it, and like they had all this oh, awesome stuff there. It smells so good. Spices yeah. on it. Uh, what's that? Tab. Be careful, because I think it's a fragile case. Well, yeah, not really. That's like a nice yeah. smell. Now I just skipped you, Ryan. Smells very nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can keep going. I just smell the cinnamon. Yeah. All right, next I'm up. I'm allergic to star anise. <laughs> next Take up, that away from me. Clark, you're one of the few people I know who still writes with a pen and paper. I do. So I got you a little book. Homemade journal, handmade journal by um, Anil Rakesh. Wow, you got that from Hudson News? A- no, a- I did a- get it from a- Hudson a- News. And Anand, 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 excuse me, not Anil. 
Um, hundred blank pages, everyone. So you can make your That's little. Really you can make your lists of everything. Oh, and ands <laughs> and, and okay, it says it on the back, written yeah. instead of cursive. I was reading in cursive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, and last but not least, Ryan. Sorry, the box got damaged. Oh my God. Is it the box? <laughs> it's the box. It's in the box. box. Yeah. It's just Damaged like some, box. Some Fred. weird cat you found out in the oh rain. God, it's all it's bent up. Bubble wrap. I got it's you. Bu- I got you. Bubble wrap. wrap. Oh, I know how much you love popping it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's my ASMR, you bitch. Clackety clackety clack. Don't do it. It's more bubble wrap. It's more. It's bubble wrap all the way down. So. Ah, it, oh, it's it, gorgeous. Uh, just like you, so it's cute. a peacock. It's beautiful and has a funny voice. Oh. Ah. Oh, it's really gorgeous, though. <laughs> Sounds just like Ryan. This is shot like Ryan likes heaven right yeah. here. Look yeah, that's this. adorable. That's gorgeous. Thank yeah. you. Oh, that's so pretty. I wish I could wear it as a brooch. You can uh, always glue stuff on it. Do it just so our friend Jocko will be jealous. There yeah. you go. Ooh, it's, oh, it's so that. pretty. Thank you. That is yeah. pretty. Hey. I love it. All right. I missed you guys. Caitlin, what'd you get yourself? book. New friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're quitting the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, all. Moving uh, to oh, thank you, Kalen. Yeah, yeah, that's very nice. Missed you guys and missed all of you, our lovely little homo listeners. A little, <laughs> little explanation. It's like a comic book of how he made the paper. Oh, oh I didn't even, even know that cooler. was in there. That's so cool. Uh, there's the beating, the couching, the cleaning and sizing, the storing and dusting, the washing, the pressing, the countering, the rag chopping, the sheet formatting, lifting, drying, and cutting. Ah. All yes, on this little page. And now you listeners know how to make paper at home. <laughs> Start today. <laughs> Uh, Let's move on to some MCU next TV. Yes, it's our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest and hopefully returning MCU Disney Plus TV shows. We are wrapping up season two of X-Men Toss uh, Reunion Part 2. The season in the Savage Land saga wraps up with a giant battle between X-Men, Sinister, Nasty Boys, Kazar, and Brainchild. <laughs> <laughs> Vertigo got fucked up oh in this God. episode. She oh always God. gets fucked up. So remember when I did... Magneto just went... <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> metal so her fucking... Her th- Do you remember when I did my Vertigo, um, like, like the thing the, for um, our Instagram? Island of, the Island of Dr. Burrow. Looking Dr. at every single one she's ever been in is just her getting beat in the head every <laughs> single time because her powers oh. are so strong that like they have to take her out halfway just through the head. or it's going to be done. She gets like bonked. I think one of the ones I actually had on there was That's like, she, right. she just gets hit by a, a sign. Of the skull. You don't know what that. left or right. You don't know up or down. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. She's I, so crazy. I'm just amazed that this is just the end of the second season because I feel like we've been watching the show for years. years. Honestly. Well, it was 26 weeks. It is basically. I mean, yeah, the, the storyline was just sitting in the bra- background for a uh, entire I know it was just culminating in this, and we got to see Magneto's lovely long locks in this episode. Yes, oh, that's yeah, right. Gorge. So Did la- gorge. Last week, I got confused as to which episode was which, and accidentally said that how fucked up it is that like Kazar and Wolverine were just literally wanted to kill each other all the time. And, and you're Adam like, and they're I clearly s- not like a bad person. Spineless uh, Adam and I, uh, yeah, yeah, we were just yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, <laughs> not not questioning at all, just pretending like. So we what do you think about that, that now? Yeah. Now that I said it and we saw it, it changes everything. So, uh, what the name of his tiger? Is Zabu. Zabu. Amazing he, card in yeah. Marvel Snap, by the yes, way. Yes, he is really good. He had a lot of confidence in Zabu's abilities yeah. to understand <laughs> if, complex if. orders. Hey, um, my friend and I are going to hop on this pterodactyl. If anything happens to us, make sure you avenge us. Correct. Zabu's smart shit. I, he helped I'm, raise their child in the actual comics. I'm just so <laughs> proud of the 
pterodactyls and how loyal they are. Or the leather chickens, as Wolverine calls <laughs> oh, them. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's always got a phrase for stay. <laughs> yeah. They've all been but, practicing, too, because every single one of them has... Like, they all have the exact same noise when they but fly they're, away. But they're they're, they're well-trained they're, horses. It's they're almost so like good. they couldn't afford a larger soundboard of <laughs> options. <laughs> and they uh, definitely use, like, a Jurassic well, Park-esque they, sound. Yeah, for they the, certainly didn't, because I rewatched... Well, I watched all four episodes that I missed, uh, or the three episodes I missed before, uh, not being on podcast. And the one with Graydon Creed, I guess it's Beauty and the Beast, yeah, that yeah. episode, yeah. where he just says the same thing over and over again when he finds out that Sabretooth is his dad. Yes. No, you're not my father. No, you're not my father. <laughs> like, it's just like a, on a loop. I'm like, could you not afford to have him say it over it's and over on, again? It's on a loop. It's, it's the good. same volume no matter whether you're in the building or outside that of the That was also a holographic projector of yeah. his voice yeah. constantly going Do, over and over again. what I thought was cute? When... when um, what? Kazar and Wolverine are getting chased by that Tyrannosaurus or whatever, and suddenly, like the one they're getting chased by is like tiny by comparison to a different. Oh yeah, there was just a bigger one that ate him. (laughs) He just like ran past them. They're living their best like Lee the Weapon dreams. Like Kazar's like, I'm getting too old for this shit. (laughs) They're just like jumping off the into the water. What a toxic relationship (laughs) Rogue and Gambit have. I can't use my powers. I they should have been so let's fucking fuck right now. Yeah, 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 honestly. Yeah, yeah. My, my powers have just been ruining my life every moment of every day. And now I'm sad I don't have them. <laughs> what, bitch? I did. <laughs> out with me. That's it's like Phantom Pains, though. How you many times it. would you say? How many times have you said I would trade anything for, for this? I did appreciate the reference uh, when she's like, I can't. I don't have any powers. And Gambit's like, first we charge the card. First we charge the car. <laughs> yeah. First we charge the car. I do wish there was a car starting sound effect. So Sinister has any power that's necessary for the yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like beams or melting or... Becoming a beach. Turning into the sand. <laughs> Becoming a beach, yeah. yeah. The sands of Sinister is coming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walked along a beach and there was one set of footprints because Sinister was walking behind me <laughs> in the exact same set Sinister of footprints. Also was the sand. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you all appreciate, as you should, Storm yeah. fucking up people without powers again? Oh, yeah. I don't don't need my powers. <laughs> she doesn't. Um, also, also a frog. Like also anybody could beat up a frog. Yeah. She did do a toad reference. So I, I got those early <laughs> 2000s vibes. <laughs> right? And this yeah. was in 1994, uh, too. So, wow. Okay. Way ahead of time. You know what happens when you punch a toad with your fist? <laughs> you can't. Yeah, what are you supposed to do with those gobbagoops, as they say, my, in this episode? My favorite moment is when... um. When all these Savage Landers and Kazar and Shannon and stuff like are going to go through the door to help them and it just shuts on them. <laughs> and then when they finally open again, they're all just like politely standing there. <laughs> and so they're just like, OK, we'll just we'll just wait to see who gets killed. Well, The whole not. thing was so fucking weird. Like Cyclops and Sinister are like laser battling off like their Superman and Darkseid. And then everyone's just sort of standing around doing nothing, waiting to see what's going to happen. They couldn't afford the animation. It's literally Jean Grey standing right there. And then she just sends his shards. Which is so out of character for her. <laughs> yeah. she, no, she. She created a force field to protect Xavier, and they right. just sort of just stood there while people were just going, Ugh, I do Ugh. love that, like, it's so easy to just stop all the plans and just smash the machine <laughs> with, like, your hand and you're done. <laughs> Um, what a great ending! Well, if I'm not, does the Savage Land come back? Because so they really set up Sauron for the member. Talk about optimism, because that guy just lost in a massive battle. All of his allies have fled, no, and he's just flying into the horizon, Sauron, like. Yeah. Yeah, he's positive. you know what? This I can reform. This. I can make something of this. 
Yeah. He's I got like all he those loyal pterodactyls. And they do his backstory. There's like one. There's definitely yeah, another there's Savage Land episode. And then like more. They're like, we're going to fix Morph. And like, we'll probably see him. Don't care. Once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I love that like, like he's hiding himself. By going by Murphy, yeah. Morph, oh, Murphy. Yeah. No we'll one will see on through my. Like, yeah, no. I did yeah. love that. Like he was doing Jekyll and Hyde, and uh, like the audience just loved just like the five minute version, and everyone was so excited by <laughs> it. Yeah, the transformation. Yes. The only the only part that matters. Yeah. All I know is I cannot wait for season three because it is probably the best season. Okay. It has every goddamn super week long mega thing you ever wanted in my sentence the phoenix saga the, the dark floor. phoenix saga that's about it so, but, but even the two-part opener like you're just like what the fuck has happened i mean again as a kid you're like what the fuck well is that happening? brings the shiar stuff in well yeah. so what can a one expect as far as animation quality because i'm just waiting for it to drop off season five. Season not five, until season five, five and then it gets real. You and thought it was bad? Oh, yeah. Because it was it supposed to be canceled. They're like, nah, yeah. let's not let's cancel it. And then more. make it switch it from Japanese company to Korean company oh and do it all in the quick. Yep. Wow. Let's get into it. Well, yeah. it seems like someone's got to get me. ready for the news. Oh, no. All my news has to be switched around. I'm going to be forced to. So I'm going backwards. <laughs> Uh, I think Brent, did you see this? Um, I know I did. Marvel hit hit monkeys randomly coming back. Yes, which is a Hulu yes. show. Um, it hasn't aired since November 2021. Everyone's like, why the wow. fuck did you redo have this still going on? It's not called Marvel's Hit Monkey more. Now it's just gonna be called Hit Monkey. Yeah, that's why it's gonna be in Hulu. I'll be confused though. Yeah, <laughs> everything else, everything else, Marvel TV, you know the stuff. But yeah, Jeff Loeb was involved, and, and everything else was canceled. This one is randomly appearing, and it was actually the best one I think, which is mm. why. Yeah, um, it's continuous star um, Fred Tassiatore as the um, Japanese snow monkey, hit monkey, and then I'll, uh, Olivia Munn, Jason Sudeikis, and Ali Mackey are returning. With Leslie Jones is going to be joining the cast. Oh, I like Leslie Jones. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan, you said you watched it. Yeah. Did you like it? Um, I thought it was something I watched. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was supposed. <laughs> to be I was good. confused by the vibe of it. Oh, but it, will I watch this whole next season? Sure. Yeah. I liked it. It was very. I'll get weird. into it. I thought it was okay. I think it. You know, the first episode or two. You either buy into yeah, it or you yeah, don't. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like, all right, you're throwing in weird characters by the finale. Cool. People have like very disparate personality traits from what they had when you first saw them. Uh, I, I that's like, true. Uh, in the first season, they go to the backstory of his whole family and like the whole, it goes into like very much Japanese, like, like Ronin style. All my family's been killed and now I must like avenge them kind of weird oh, wow. shit. And yeah. the animation gets very much in that kind of. 1950s oh. Japanese um, I, art. Yeah, like, um, now that I know it's going to have style. a second season, I probably it's will check it out. Show, it's yeah. a very strange you show. You should check out shows before they have a second no, season. No, i got to have a little bit of a runway because if I like something, I don't want to have to just like, well, but that it, was it. But if you, it. if you don't watch the show, then... I watch the show and it gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's actually very true. I, I, I always get mad when people the won't watch a Netflix yeah. show because they know it's going to get canceled, canceled no matter what. And I'm like, well, maybe that's part of the reason no. why you're not. But Netflix doesn't cancel shows that are successful. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, fuck that guy. Anyways, no person, I don't know what they're Backwards was. again. Um, <laughs> Fantastic Four. The rumor mill is not longer saying that it's just a hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink about Galactus might being the villain in Ooh. Fantastic Four. Now, basically everyone, all the spoiler Even Galactus is yeah. like, it's me, guys. Galactus will be the villain in the fir Can't first wait, Fantastic dot, Four dot, movie. Dot. My question is, is <laughs> whether is it, coming up. 
is it too soon for Galactus? Galactus, uh, Galactus, Jesus, um, for the Fantastic Four period, or just for the Marvel universe as a whole? I think it's a little soon, um, because how are they going to differentiate him from the Celestials? I think that's going to be the point. That's going to be the point. Sexier. Oh, he is sexier. That helmet is so fucking. Brad Pitt as Galactus. I think there's a lot they could do. Show a little more skin. I think yeah. they'll bring him, connecting them to him to the Celestials. More. I think so too. Yeah. I think it makes too much make him like some sort of rogue. There can only be so yeah. many tall people, you know. Or like an Eternal <laughs> that like grew weird. Like they did yeah. something with him. Like trying to find like a high an Eternal Celestial hybrid. But like the real important question is, if you had to sexually please Galactus, okay. how would you do it? Yeah. Let him eat my you ass because he loves eating. Some in, he likes to drill giant holes into a planet. <laughs> so you just, you just get started on drilling that hole. Yeah, like, and he likes eating them. Eat my ass. How yeah. do you, like, you think Galactus likes is limericks, tongue, so I'd write him a wouldn't just those, obliterate yeah. your butt? Like, you know, Sorry, I'm like, hoping it would, wait, wait, Adam. Wait, hold on. You're yeah, asking you realistic, die. grounded questions about but how we would sexually please Galactus? <laughs> yes. You would die. So how would you? Why else? Uh, I would. He'd edge him. And if it doesn't include With creating what? a super battery and hooking up his nipples to it, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking I'd about. I want like a, lo- a big squeegee of lube. Yeah. And then I would be on like a flying car and I would just like hold it up. How big? And just, like, no, how big? I don't, it would be pretty. Well, maybe I wouldn't even be pretty holding big? it. I just it not big be... enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sizes and everything, Brent. Yo, it was like, hey, it I'm going to say like, this. Double the size. It's not big enough. I, I think that's how we differentiate you between You need a Pacific now. Ocean amount of lube. Or like you a could lot. sound him. Like, would you be willing could to go you? on? I was gonna... You would be the, yeah, the like pole, go, right? You boys, consider... boys season three, but you can't sneeze and explode. Do bacteria sound You're going to be the you? hamster that you go stick up a butt. Could you could you yeah, like probably into butt tether stuff. Mercury the Moon and Mars together and just make giant like Benoit anal beads? Oh boy, could you? Yeah, that, that's a real way to please it. Oh. I think he's like, I want. I'll he's take Clark. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to tether them, but I'll give it a go. I think he likes edging. I think you should edge him. Just with your little baby hands. Well, you just can like edge with 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 them in his anus. Sure. There's only one person who can please Galactus. Mm-hmm. Galactus. And that's Reed Richards. <laughs> you stretch that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Say it right. It's Breed Richards. Yeah. Breed Richards. Richards. Ultimate hole of fire. All right. All right. Um, so Guardians <laughs> news. Horse. <laughs> uh, Dave Bautista and James Gunn have both said <laughs> that Guardians Three is Drax's last movie. Drax, uh, Drax said, Dave Bautista said, and I would never sign up for another job as Drax just to get a paycheck. I would tarnish the perfect ending that James Gunn has written, and I won't do it. So how do you think Drax is piecing out of this story? Sacrifices himself to save the Guardians. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It just, I, it's going to be kind of like too telegraph, but it feels like that kind of way. Or he somehow like finds a way to co- reconnect with his family. Like, I don't know. But like, they're yeah. dead. Well, that's what I, or uh, yeah, that's how you reconnect with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably what it somehow. is then, which actually would be really sweet. And I love like the amount of interviews that Dave Bautista has talked about never wanting to play this character again. Well, it's like good. He's going to I DC. Don't. Yeah. yeah, I hope James Gunn with James changes Gunn. it and just he's a villain at the end. And they had to fuck you. The other Guardians bit is that they said there's going to be another character that's introduced, makes an appearance that is not MCU yet, but. Has been a guardian in the comics. What do you think? I think it's gonna be Moon Dragon. I yeah. love. That's that. a great uh, guess because she's one of the premier ones. Um, yeah. I, I. Who do you think? Star Brand. 
I don't know, just throwing out just ideas. Sorry, but start like was it Philavel? Like they're too. Philavel. I think she's no. too close though to like other Marvel yeah, women power. Would sets they like bring her par- as part of like Captain the Captain Marvel, Marvel stuff and yeah. then Hulkling yeah. eventually? Yeah, that could work. Uh, but you're maybe. probably right. Yeah, that's. But the I do only like really Moondragon would be a really nice ad. What about uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider? Oh gosh! <laughs> oh my god! I I would love that, but that is layers on layers and layers. <laughs> Who would you cast as Moondragon? Uh, I cast you actually. You kind of oh, look like thank her. Thank you. Uh, you and Drag shave my entire body. I would like it if <laughs> no, um, keep it yeah, Harry. Sasha Valor. If there they, I said it wasn't part of the MCU um yet, but I with they if Hercules showed up. Oh, if yeah. he's in the process yeah, of right. trying to find yeah. Thor and he yeah. finds Ooh. out that Thor were a part of, part of the like Guardians. What about, what about Marvel, Marvel Boy? Boy? Oh my god, yeah, exactly. That would be great. That. That, Novar. Is, that is too much raw I sexual wanna, energy. Yeah. I'm gonna see I that would just come. half roach person on screen. <laughs> All right. Keep we went backwards <laughs> now. Let's ungo backwards. Now we're going to go into comics. They, they don't know the direction of things. Today, oh, now they know. <laughs> I'm going backwards, everybody. <laughs> All right, so the 2023 X-Men team vote is going to end today as you're watching, reading this, uh, reading this, listening to this, February so 3rd fast. at noon. For some reason, it only they had three and a half days for us to vote as opposed Jeez. to a month that they I'm did for the first one. Right well, I honestly, I bet they knew who they wanted and they didn't want to have they to like have a big much. voting yeah. like thing where they had uh, Also, us. I'm fine with that. The campaigning is already got on my nerves well, so. three and a half days is a little weird at least give us a week sure yeah. Yeah, they give us a sense. weekend they didn't give us a weekend it's literally monday through Thursday yeah. or something well, last time didn't they Friday. also have rounds were you like, nah. no, 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 no they no, just no. really hinted like this yeah they just said this person's lead. out this person's out they just like right. told you like um, they tabulated so, yeah, yeah. So the six candidates instead of the previous year's 10 are jubilee dazzler cannonball juggernaut frenzy and prodigy kaylin how are you going to feel when jubilee immediately wins this is a dazzler podcast we are fans of Dazzler. I know, but how are you going to feel when Jubilee wins Jubilee is the is question. Gonna I'm going to punch a cow. Which Jubilee how? is it? Is it... Vampire. Jubilee. Jubilee. <laughs> is it... Uh, it's Exterminator's Exterminator. Jubilee. Then I like that Jubilee. I think that Jubilee is fun. She's different from normal Jubilee. Yeah, she's got no hair now. She, she doesn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't care about where her daughter Anyone is. Anyone in anything? Yeah, exactly. son. son. Whatever. Shogo. It's a dragon, her right? What do you think about subatomic She particles. doesn't know what the gender of her child is. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of doing a disservice to the voting process when you have someone from the original. Oh my god! Animated right. series. I know. In the thi- like. Yeah, it's always the pop culture. Want? Each one, there's been a ringer. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Polaris, um, Firestar. Yeah, I guess. It was whoever had was in a previous had large head, te- yeah. te- television show. It was basically yeah, but it should be Dazzler. Should be. It should uh, be. I voted for Dazzler twice. Uh, Although I wanted to vote for Frenzy because I think that would be a better I, story. Hey, Frenzy's my second choice. If you're 12 years old and listening to that, nothing better to do, create a million AI-driven Gmail accounts and vote for Dazzler. <laughs> I assume that's how it works. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, Just get a click from Macedonia. Yeah. yeah, but there are all those other 12-year-olds who are doing, doing the, the Jubilee. Jubilee. <laughs> um, so, Ryan, will Cannonball ever appear in comics ever again? <laughs> no. It's like he's so tethered to his children now that a child and wife yeah, that he, he really can't, he, he can't actually that. leave the room. He's an actual cosmic character now. He's I, just they part do of an the Imperial Shiar, Guard comic. Like. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah now, with him and Cannonball. Now I, I mean, him and uh, Smasher. Now I understand why they made Spider-Man break up or have the divorce. From MJ, like that, it he was so really stuck in her. Wasn't just yeah. the laughs. This. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. I like characters being married. I mean, like Clark I, and Lois just, work. Yeah, but that's because they keep well, they're fucking so, changing that shit all the time. They're so main to the thing. Like they can yeah, write people necessary. off like their happy endings constantly. Okay, 
We found out what's happening after Sins of Sinister now. Dear God. And before Fall of X. So we literally have five different crossovers at five different times. <laughs> we just, we're just about <laughs> to finish so up. So many events. Don't forget about the summer of Symbia. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I would like <laughs> to forget right. about it. Thank you. People, so, people in this world just meet like, oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Jesus Christ, another thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> When will it stop? Uh, sinisters now? There's, so There's all just sinisters? <laughs> They're like, just... There's something in me. I don't know if it's a sinister, a brood, or a, <laughs> a symbiote. A, a, a sinister biote. A creepy Galactus was just like trying to finger blast her whole planet. <laughs> why, why don't they just combine them and just go like... That's where volcanoes come from. Pregnancy summer. Like, you're just like gonna be pregnant Pregnancy with something. Pregnancy summer, you're just lying around? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh I know who you did last After summer. Your... All right. <laughs> Um, so wow. let's go through all these four quickly. Yeah. Sons yep. of X is by Cy Spurrier and Phil Noto, who obviously were, he was doing Legion of X. And this is just a basic follow-up. Legion versus Nimrod, Margali Zardos with her Hope Sword and Nightcrawler in chains, Mother Righteous showing up. They talk about Warlock being dead. Literally, it just sounds ex- like they're not even paying attention to Hey, we're going to cover that this issue. Um, next one. <laughs> okay, okay. Harold's Apocalypse. This is which is Kaylin, what you said about it. Uh, yeah, it's just by Al Ewing and Luca Pizzari. Uh, Apocalypse uh, and his I family. I that. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you want <laughs> to do? Apocalypse and his family are back from fighting in MMF, Genesis, Death, pl- War, Pestilence, and Famine are there. We'll talk about MMF. And Harold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mutants First Strike by Steve Orlando and Valentina Pinti. Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Bishop travel to a small town after some mutant attack and there's some digging. This one makes no sense. Sinister Four by Kieran Gillen and Paco Medina. Immortal X-Men follow-up starring Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> the four Sinisters have gotten a taste of universal control, but their true plans for mutant kind are just beginning. Uh, Which one are you looking forward to the most? And then, Kaylin, what did you say? There was some sort of poll you did on Twitter. I shit. did. I did a poll on Twitter <laughs> asking people who follow us which one they're looking forward to most and Heralds of Apocalypse one For sure makes sense. All right, like, well, yeah. wait, wait. How much did it win by? A lot, like three percent. No, like by like forty percent. Four percent. Forty. Oh my god. All right, yeah. so what do you guys think? What Everybody did the other person vote for? Which one are you looking forward to the most? <laughs> uh, I want to see Harold and er- Heralds of the Apocalypse. Harold and Mod of Heralds Apocalypse. Heralds of the Apocalypse. <laughs> <Heralds. laughs> I talked Heralds. about Harold and Mod last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's only one right answer, <laughs> and it's the Sinister Herald 4 does sound kind of good, though. Nah, Sinister I mean, 4 sounds good. Sinister 4 sounds interesting. I actually, uh, after having read uh, the most recent Scarlet Witch, I'm kind of interested in Mutants First Strike. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I like I like stories oh, that are Steve Orlando. I was like, what? It's Steve Orlando, oh, and it's also yeah. more. Con- I like stories that stories are more contained. Mom. You don't need to have like the end of the world in order to have stakes. I mean, they but they literally say There's like what they hole. find will change mutant kind as we know it. Yeah, that's what they always say, but sometimes they lie. I do. I, I mean. I like Summer Sons of X only because I want to know what I really have enjoyed um, Legion of X. So I'd like to see what does happen. But yeah, Heralds of the it's only because especially Al Ewing writing it. These fuckers are going to come back from Ameth and be like the cuntiest cunts you've ever seen to be like, what the fuck is happening? And what (laughs) have you done? Yeah, you (laughs) fucked up Araka. You (laughs) fucked up Krakoa. I'm here to clean up your mess. They're going to have so many button lines. I miss Blue Daddy, too. Blue Daddy. Oh, yeah. And Blue Mommy's there, too, now. Yeah. (laughs) And Blue Uh, Sister. I'm just just happy that Jeff Bridges is over the COVID and cancer period of his life. (laughs) And now he can be in the front cover of a Marvel comic book. He looks great. With a spade on his head. It really ties the cover together. So, yeah. um, so Sons of X, I said, seems like a complete continuation of Legion of X. 
barely mentioning anything that's going on in Sinister. Sins of Sinister, mm-hmm. but Sinister 4 seems like a direct continuation of Sins of Sinister. <laughs> Will this storyline just be the Sinisters remembering any, everything and nobody else from the alternate uh, Sins of Sinister timeline? The only person I could imagine would be Tempo. Push the tempo. That if tempo, tempo does something to un- help undo all this, is she is she involved in any of the three? No, no. but she does have that thing. Just a like, hope. like when she crosses. No, but Legion is involved, so Legion, yeah, will, Legion pro- probably will, will probably do some. What shit. I will say is, it's fascinating to me that they will have the four sinisters seemingly come out of Sins of Sinister versus <laughs> yeah, yes. the four, three of them dying and maybe hiding which one is actually still alive. Because you are like. We Do we really four. need four sinisters running around? Who's the fourth? Well, it's we don't know. Not Mother Rage, and it's not Zeno. So, <laughs> what do you mean, not Mother Rage? Oh yeah, we haven't read. <laughs> we haven't told you about the comics. It's not Mother Rage. Oh yeah, that's right. Oops, <laughs> oops. I did it again. They're listening well, Kaylin, to the what, podcast. I mean, Adam, what should we talk about now? <laughs> Let's get into comics. No, we're getting to Class X. Class Fuck. X, which includes so, Class X, which is comics, which is comics. So it's a return of Class X. Class X is where the five of us. Take a time machine to school you and ourselves on X-Men lore of pa- of years past to provide some context for today's comics. So in this episode, we're focusing on the original Brood Saga, which took place in Uncanny X-Men 161 to 167, way back in 1982. We're doing this because the Brood are back as the big bad in the upcoming X-Men and Captain Marvel crossover that's going to start next week, although we've gotten some prelude issues that Adam will go into in a few minutes. We'll do a quick little synopsis, and then I got some questions for you guys. So we got a little background first. Right now, the team is made up of Cyclops, Storm, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Kitty Pride, And I think she's either going by Sprite or Ariel at this point. It's not Shadowcat. Yeah. So right before the Brood Saga begins, their headquarters is an Atlantean base that was formerly used by Magneto. The X-Men are branded as enemies of the state because they infiltrated the Pentagon with Carol Danvers, who plays a, uh, a big part in the Brood Saga. Storm was briefly turned into a vampire by Dracula. God, a lot of shit happened. They had a mission in limbo, which resulted in, in Ileana Rasputin being aged up by seven years, so she is now a teenager instead of a little child. And they got involved in a Shi'ar conflict by stopping Deathbird from usurping the Empire's throne, which at this point was held uh, by Lalandra, who's off and on fucking Charles Xavier. They saw the coup, but Deathbird's allies, the Brood, take an interest in the X-Men because of their, their unique mutant physiology. Oh, and Professor X is in a coma and is being haunted by a strange alien being. So then the Brood attack while Lalandra, the X-Men, and Carol Danvers are celebrating the defeat of Deathbird on Lalandra's Star Cruiser. And over the course of these seven issues, the X-Men do their best Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver cosplay and fight these gross-ass alien wannabe Sleezoids while doing some space shit. Sleezoids. Uh, Carl, Carol Danvers becomes the all-powerful binary, and the X-Men interact with the New Mutants for the first time, probably. All right, let's get into a little discussion. So I'm going to ask you guys. Is that all? A lot <laughs> happened, yeah. This was six issues. Yeah. <laughs> seven. Really, seven issues. So, Brent, do you think Ridley Scott should sue Chris Claremont for ripping off Alien, or should Chris Claremont sue James Cameron for ripping off The Brood War? Ooh. To me, the shamelessness of taking the xenomorphs and so transparently plugging them in here is embarrassing. Um, But I do think that there is enough distinctiveness in what they do and how they act that you can get away with it. So who should sue who? No one should sue anyone. That's not a real question. Well, the brood also it's, can talk, which I yeah. learned reading this comic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just snake people the talking. Thing, yeah. The only thing about their talking that was weird to me is that sometimes they refer to each other as sisters and sometimes they refer to each other as brothers. 
And as, well, that's gay well, culture. The queen. That's yeah, gay culture the right queen. there. As, <laughs> have you seen Moot Bros? And you know, there's my sister right there. But they, I, I feel like says. as a hive culture, it's Christmas. There sh- should be one. Qu- there's no. It's a queen be- and some drones. Yeah, and they, all the drones Why are she female. Why them sister? Oh, unless you've got the males who are like for reproductive purposes or sometimes for specific yes. oh they were tell all tell me more I don't because they're haploids again I didn't know that Brood could talk until I, we read this but Brew can talk Brew well Brew could no. but I thought he was just like a, a special one version of yeah uh, alright so Ryan on a scale of 1 to 10 where do you rank the Brood as ex-villains oh um zero because there's too many I'm gonna, of the, the, I'm going to put a brood egg in that zero and make it a six <laughs> um, <laughs> real, nailed it realistically like I love them. I think it's a really cool concept, and it, this is one of the best storylines that we've seen. But it's only like a five because when you think of big bats for the X-Men, mm-hmm. these are not them. Yeah, they're not. Uh, Adam? They look like cockroaches. <laughs> Cockroach? Uh, Adam, if yeah. you were the Brood Queen, what would your drag name be? Oh, uh, oh God. Eggs, eggsarella, excellent. I don't know something with eggs. Uh, <laughs> like scrambled eggs, uh, eggs Benedict, uh, brood. Yeah, like what's a uh, tentaqueen? <laughs> tentaqueen, you got it. All right, Clark. On a scale of one to ten, how icky is the relationship between Kitty and Colossus? I mean, oh. this was bad. Clearly yeah, this bad. was really. But I she's, young. she's young. one at this age. She's like fourteen. 13, oh, you're a 14. young disgusting. He's like nineteen. He's 19? Yes. Oh it's my some God. horrible thing like that. It's not good. Yeah. I did not like this storyline at all. I thought he was like 32. I thought it was bad. It's a lot going on for about much ado about nothing. I read um, 232, 3, and 4, I think, which is when the brood return. Okay. And with the um, team, the Australian team. Yeah, back and team, I yeah. like that a lot better. They, what what they was do, that called? Like play they come, they come back and basically start purposely taking over bodies of mutants Brood. so they could gain their powers yeah. and fuck everybody up. Brood exactly. Saga 2. Much Brood better. 2, back in the stomach. <laughs> uh, electric Brooderloo. Yeah. Um, I mean, I already knew what happens in this, but reading it, I just went back to like, what the fuck are any, what is anyone talking about? <laughs> I think for me, part of it is like, even though Dave Cockrum is a classic artist, he does a good costume designer, seeing his art for the first for five issues, it's not great. And when Paul Smith comes on, I enjoy it a lot more because mm. he's such a I, he's he's an artist I like more. Yeah, Storm's I like, agree. Unfortunately, Storm's popping out into space for some reason and then coming oh, I'm back. Like, and I'm like, that's what so the like the her though. Like, this? I'll just kill myself. It is. I don't know how much like if I had it read is. it at the time that I would how I would feel, but it is a very good example of like old school comic writing and art. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So, speaking of that, uh, there's a great segue. Adam, what do you think this Supreme Court would say about Storm's decision to abort the brood fetus by flinging herself into space? <laughs> it was a very subtextual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, that's, do you see well, that weird? That's thing. how people are gonna have to get abortions if they keep making the decision. Go up, are you going SpaceX. to merge yourself with this whale? <laughs> <Fail to go laughs> and, and launch this baby. Into so space. the correct answer was given by Nathan Lane in the classic 1996 gay romp, The Birdcage. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. If you kill the mother, the fetus dies too. But the fetus is gonna be aborted anyway. So why not let it go down with the ship? <laughs> Oh my god! It's a really good movie. I yeah. thought you were gonna say I pierced the toast. I pierced, I pierced the toast. <laughs> You're going to a cemetery with a toothbrush. How Egyptian? Storm has like the vibes of your friend, like a friend when you're like laid out partying, and they like just wander <laughs> the fuck <laughs> off, and they come back and they're like, 
by the way, I merged with God and yeah. I'm a whale now and the whale is me. So yeah. the brood problem that all the cocaine I did earlier, not an issue. It's did, not an issue anymore. Did oh you love Wolverine God. just being like having to ke- just keeping the secret of what, what's going to happen to their bodies just because I'll be fine and you it guys won't. I mean, I like, will say shouldn't they know? Yeah. Shouldn't you tell them that's that a hard thing to say. If, if we all t- like within 10 minutes from now, mm-hmm. if we all realize that we all have ticking time bombs in our stomach, yeah. but one of us doesn't. Yeah, and any so one I get four- to imagine I'm the person who's Wolverine. Yeah, like would all right, you I'm wanted- stabbing you, no question. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's the other thing too is like you saw what happened. Cyclops had weird brood eyes. It's some crusty. <laughs> He really took his eye He really took a chance by ripping off his glasses too. You know. Yeah. So speaking of Wolverine, Brent oh. issue one sixty two follows a familiar pattern of Wolverine having a solo mission adjacent to the rest of his teammates. We also saw this in the Dark Phoenix saga, if you remember. Yeah. That mission results in Wolverine being responsible for saving the rest of the team, even though keeping a secret, which he shouldn't have, because secrets kill people. <laughs> if you were writing the X Men, which character would you replace? Wolverine as like having the solo mission and why would of you do those it? those seven characters? Yeah, or? those seven characters. You don't want to say tempo again? I <laughs> hate Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct answer. I don't think I don't I think Wolverine's the right choice. Wow. Because okay. yeah, he because is. his healing factor is the thing that stops it. I mean, I guess you could look, the only way you can save Storm is if she is, gets an abortion <laughs> <laughs> from a whale. <laughs> Oh what God. uh? What is uh, the only other person I think that could do something? But Kitty Pride is Kitty Pride that she accidentally phases out, and like uh, part <laughs> the of the, the brood out. is like, yeah, just dies because it doesn't have its host. Just phase out the baby. That's your version of the abortion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but oh yeah, but or she should have just kept phasing through people's bodies and like is taking this them it? out, and then yeah. like, oh, that's the liver. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Put it back. Put the appendix back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so Ryan, yeah, how would your alter ego Vicky Van Dump cosplay as Binary, aka Carol Danvers? She would light herself on fire (laughs) (laughs) and say, "I'm gonna go to space." Yeah, so you'd say that Vicky is non-binary then? Yeah. Okay. I, I do not understand what the fuck binary. (laughs) This character is wild. She is. Is just power. Is this her origin? It's basically her unlimited power and she can't control it so she's so just well, she had mom. other powers Wait, before right. and then rogue yeah. stole them and then she has oh, no powers but yeah. this time she has weird space cosmic powers so no. claremont loves carol danvers yeah. he wrote miss marvel like in the uh, late 70s before the x or during maybe contemporary with the early early uncanny x-men issues and he also loves taking unpowered women and then making super this power. souped up superpower so again like this is Dark Phoenix Redux in some ways. Yeah. So, and now in the comics, which uh, probably brought back in during what we're gonna read, yep. is um, binary is her own character. Entity she spun off from the character. There's literally binary characters. and Captain and Marvel. Even Carol's like, I don't are know you how keeping this up? <laughs> no, I mean that kind of makes sense given how many characters they've already done something like that for. That there's some spirit of the universe that's embodying you. Yeah. 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 So Adam, in so many ways, the Brood Saga follows horror tropes. My life, go on. Yeah, like what I what did I say? Horror <laughs> tropes. Um, you eat it, a lot of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> if you had your way, you're scaly. <laughs> all these are correct. If you had your way, who would be the final girl? And the final girl can be a guy. Uh, like of us or of the X Men characters? The X Men characters. Oh, um, and then us. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, Clark is the one that's going to last the longest out of all of us. Because he's sure. the brood. Yeah, he's right. the one he's impregnating us. Everyone. And then I do Ugh. think 
And and then there were none scenario. I I do think you'd end up with like Kitty's such a good final girl. I think Storm's yeah. too powerful. I think the the men are just like it would be like too like hard assy. And I think Sprite would have to use her intelligence and wits and like cunning to like figure out how to save the day. And I think she would do an amazing job like she usually does. Clark issue one sixty six is the first appearance of Lockheed. Uh, <laughs> who clears Lockheed or Figment from Epcot Center? <laughs> what does that, that mean? Who wins in a fight? Lockheed or Figment. Like Figment? Lockheed does, but I'd rather Figment win. Okay. I had no uh, idea this is where how Lockheed got into Yeah, do, do the brood not have depth perception? <laughs> Can they not see that the dragon's small? Or That's a pretty big dragon. Um, they got scale eyes. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> All right, yeah. but the only real question is, if you had to please Lockheed, how would you do it? <laughs> While the brood is watching. <laughs> and Galactus is there jerking off. Well, first they get the deviled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Clark, you kind of answered this, but I'd love to know also. I, I'd say Extinction Agenda is probably your favorite uh, major X story, and then your least favorite is probably Young X-Men, but there's a lot of shitty X-Men storylines over there. Uh, Young X-Men by Mark Guggenheim. Where would you rank the Brood War overall of like X-Men storylines? Just, I mean, I don't know. Percentage-wise, if Young X-Men was like 1% and... Yeah, and and like extinction was like a hundred or ninety nine percent. I don't know how many things have gone on. I mean, I when I was I was looking through all of the different ones. Yeah. I think there's maybe twenty that are worse than it. Twenty of, that are, so let's say it's the it's the twentieth percentile of all a hundred. There you go. That's wow, that's one. very I low. I don't like it. I do not like it. Oh, at okay, all. all right. That's a weird one. I also didn't. You were talking about um, how spooky and like horror movie it is. It is basically everything was just white. It was just it was the everything like. All the lights were on the entire time. I was like, this isn't spooky at all. So daytime, they, daytime horror. I, yeah, if they it, it didn't like hit it. a few lights it out, like then it would have been spooky. Like no, no, That's I, not what horror is. No, but I hear the art style doesn't work for, I think, the uh, emotion or the reaction they no, were trying to No, it's like, um, shoot, what is the uh, the Christmas one, Nightmare Doodly Do? It, it, like, oh, is kitties, it the kitties. Come down my chimney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that one's one, yeah. dark and fucked up. trapped in a mansion. That one's spooky. This shit is just like summertime. Well, it's clearly like... I mean, so many Marvel comics in the 70s and even the 80s like was very like very zeitgeisty, mm-hmm. and so like 1982 is in between Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars is really big, and then this is between Alien Space. and Aliens, yeah. so like like Aliens like super big, and so like Claremont's just like basically ripping off. Let me combine the two and create this like space saga. So I like the philosophy and the conversations that they were having about accepting death. I do think that. The Wolverine story holds up a little bit about whether or not you're supposed to tell people or I agree, yeah. if they're going to transform in, in moments like yeah. and then you'll have to kill them. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't there? Oh, sorry. But the creepiness with Kitty and the so gross and the weirdness of throwing you know storm into space and then having her come back as a whale are yeah. things that make it not as salient. Having this, the, the whale soul. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, save everyone. Deus Ex Whale. <laughs> <laughs> Deus Ex Moby Dick. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that those whales are like the transport for the brood. Like they're yes. like parasites. That makes sense. I yeah. Totally. That I think is a very weird sci-fi concept that I really, really like. I, I like that. Do, yeah. do you think, you know how we got um, a moment of his wife in this seven issue thing? Remember? He, doesn't he flash back in like the first issue to his wife? Oh, uh, Professor Rex, you mean yeah. like uh, no, 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 Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe you know the whole concept of like in Asian cultures, pa- families just don't tell their grandparent that they're dying. 
uh, like uh, in, in Japanese is it the culture. Homecoming with Aquafina, didn't that? Is it called the Homecoming? I don't want to know. Oh yeah. Hey, that movie it, yeah. from four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiled. Um, they don't tell grandma that she's dying until like. Almost don't the tell end. grandma the the maybe her maybe dead. He inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's inadvertently Shh, pulling that out. <laughs> since so previously, like the issue before, dead. he's t- talking to his dead wife. That that you could be right. All right. So last Mark, question. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, sorry, Clark. What? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm was done. I just did it with dead wife. Go. Dead. <laughs> Great way to end it. Uh, so, last question for any anyone who wants to answer: What are you hoping for in the upcoming X Men Captain Marvel crossover featuring the Brood? As the this exact story. <laughs> <laughs> Put Storm in space <laughs> and make her fuck a whale or you whatever. Think she's she gonna to bring that up. She's gonna be like, you know, I was here before and I lost a child, but I gained a whale. I want an even <laughs> smaller lock. But I gained some up. perspective. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm thinking based on what we saw, I like every one of the X Men is gonna die. Mm. Oh, they can easily they can. die now. Yeah, it doesn't oh, matter. True. We already well, have Rogue turned full into it. Also Get into I, the issues. Yeah. yeah, let's jump into it uh, to kind of kickstart this upcoming big ass crossover. We've got Captain Marvel forty three through forty five. You've got Kevin Lee Thompson and Sergio Davia. Carol and a ragtag team of X Men respond to emergency space calls from Rogue and the titular binary that we talked about. Um. How did we like this X-Men team? You got Psylocke, Gambit, Wolverine, Polaris, and a brutish rogue. It just seems like very, oh, this is the team you want to bring in for people who aren't reading the X-Men right now. Right. It's like, I don't know what the sales figures are for Captain Marvel, but I think it's got to be less than X-Men right now. This is a team you can use and kill off. Yeah. Sure. So that's like, fine. Well, like, Gambit so- makes sense. Wolverine makes sense. But Rogue like, even has a history Rogue with Carol. Yeah. Like, and Polaris Psylocke and is there so she can just knife psychic knife people in the head. out of it. Polaris was definitely the most interesting ad. And it's also, this is also the, they were kind of, because they were at the um, the treehouse or the fuck of it's horror. called. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it. I know, I think some of these issues might have started before they switched, but I thought they already had the new team. Like, it's weird that Polaris is even involved or, like, just hanging out in New York. Because she's figure like, sure, I'll jump I, in. I figure they're like, oh, I'm not on the official team, but, yeah, you know, I'll, I, hang you know, I'll just nice hang status. out. I mean, her yeah. and Jean are good friends. I don't know. Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, what and f- and uh, Flylock's never been on the team. So. Weird. Right. Do you ever think, like, best, you know, Jean Grey and, and Storm are best friends, but then Jean Grey and Polaris are also best friends. Do Storm and Polaris ever No, they hate each other. <laughs> they give three they shits about it. Everybody has their but, but that two, happens. Yeah, everybody that has happens. best friends. That yeah. Like, they don't see each other, really. You know, Polaris has mag- magnetism powers, but she repels Storm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, next question. What the fuck kind of marriage do Gambit and Rogue have? A modern there? one. Next. <laughs> Where they just kind of like forget the other ones in space for a while. <laughs> like, yeah. I what did I say? A modern not one. A overly complicated he, one. But like, where's your anima- wife? I don't know. Even oh, in the animated no. series too. <laughs> they really just we don't like to ma- we don't like to complicate things by knowing where each other are. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? You think they, they're like on Find My Friends, but they're like nah. No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to turn it on. I'll just keep looking at it. Um. They they fucking murdered Rogue. They fucking murdered her, and they were like, we, "Well, we you could to do it." And then everyone was comforting him, just being like, "Don't worry, we could just resurrect." I mean, they her. can resurrect her. What's the? Who gives a shit? She's a fucking. So just alien. kill everyone. Wow, all the time. wow! Nightcrawler is rolling over in his not grave because he can't die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I would execute every last one of you if I knew we could resurrect you without a brood virus mm-hmm. inside of you. We'd yeah, resurrect you better. She's gonna come back. Better than she was before. <laughs> uh, Brood Queens be back. 
what's all that about? Because Brew has yeah. the egg. Oh, the king egg. So I reread eight and nine run. of Hickman's um, X Men yeah. run, whatever, three years ago now. Yeah. It's the only time they really they haven't used the Brew yeah, since right. then. Um, except for now, they use it a lot in Guardians. And yes, you're right. And stuff. But it, I quite like that Brew basically. Wolf just decides to bring a random egg home from space, which then causes tr- ten. I mean, yeah. a, a trillion, oh, right. a trillion, a trillion brood to come to like <laughs> kill the world. So then no brood just has reason. to eat an egg, and now he's the king of <laughs> e- king of king of the, all the brood. But yeah. it seems brood. like that's not the case anymore, and the queens are mad. I wonder if they maybe it's a coup. He, it's a coup. Yeah, or it's spoiled or something. But it's so. supposed to be basically biological. That if he eats, so it. now it's not biological anymore. Uh, they're maybe, going against maybe, biology. Maybe he shat know. it back out. Uh, I don't know. Well, there could be somebody behind the scenes manipulating these additional queens, but that queen in this and some of the issues, I think the, the last, sec- the third one the, of the three Captain Marvels, Ooh. he was. She was basically like, "No, we're." And back. Then maybe she's a mutant one that doesn't follow the. Oh yeah, she blood protocols of yeah. the king so egg, or she know. pooped out her own egg. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the likely explanation. Right? You're <laughs> definitely right. <laughs> Occam's razor right Maybe here. She <laughs> ate it. Maybe she created her own. Who knows? All I'm getting from this is that the brood are obsessed with eggs. They just Ew. The way so am I. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to brunch with a brood and Adam? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, currently, as we know, um, there's a an egg inside of Corsair. Yes. Oh. And then yeah. unnamed dead bodies on a ship that yes. aren't the actual characters we know. That's right. It'll That's be right. interesting to come back in. But yeah, this it's it both f- with X uh with what he was in X Men right or what was what did he was like the yeah. last yeah. page of yeah the last issue of X Men. It's yeah. just fascinating to me. They're like, they're like get ready for the ultimate re crossover, and I'm like of what? You gotta and wait for, for a I'm different like, what three, is, what is and then another one, <laughs> and then the crossover <laughs> continues right. with the crossover, and then she's yeah. No, it'll start next week with X Men pick up again in Captain Marvel. But I am like, what is this? crossover really about and are the brood gonna get a co- like what this is not it's to well. increase captain marvel sales that's what it is sure is yeah uh, all right moving on let's talk about x-force number 37 benjamin percy christopher allen the mystery of the peacock man is revealed <laughs> it's the one right hey next- wait there you the go ter- those are the pterodactyls from x-men <laughs> and also what i got ryan crawl from india um uh, point chickens. of p- point of order. Are we supposed to know the gen engineer? Yes, yeah, do it. okay. it's a deep cut. Okay. So so in Genosha was ruled by turns out Sugarman was heavily involved. But anyways, the gen engineer was the guy who was in control of the mutate process, which is basically just turning people and mutants into mindless, mindless drones, yeah. Oh. And I mean it was fucking fantastic. Ex- Extinction Agenda is my favorite run. Mm. At one part, Wolfsbane becomes one and I think Richter does as well or something for a moment. I don't remember. Sure. And uh, Warlock dies for one of his millions of times that he's died, as we'll find out. Wait, in a bit. Spoil- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he's fantastic. I like the engineer. He's got uh, the moment they said like, and the, they were talking about like random guys' sons. Philip and Thomas is like, I know who this is going to uh, be. Because you didn't like that. You're lying, Papa. Well, You're lying. Tell me the real story, Papa. I'm, well, I like Philip. I like Philip I'm just amazed that. Percy did this deep a cut of a villain because it had to be like it had like the reveal had to be somebody that we had seen before Uh but it's somebody we hadn't seen in so long he's been quote unquote dead since Extinction Agenda yeah like I mean it's been 30 goddamn years you know since we've seen them and I was like okay I'm I'm I've been liking this series for the last few issues and this fucking brought me back in well done Percy everyone should read that 
mini Maybe we need a class act. It's my favorite we by might far. Do that. Class is back in session. What else you got for us, Adam? Well, I don't, did you guys like the Xeno Rasputin's shit? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I like it because, uh, again, the geopolitics of that shit like it makes a lot of sense. Mm. Of course, Russia is trying to do their trying to do their own fucking thing with mutants, you know. Uh, and the more you have that with like crossing over with Krakoa and now like formerly Genosha, I think it's great. So I read every sorry I read every X Force issue of this run today. Build up, yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, the first t- 10 issues are fantastic, yes. which I forgot about. And then Exoswords comes around and it becomes a pile of shit. Yeah. It does. Exactly. Until literally, I think maybe the last two issues have been really good. And the fact is because they literally I, bring in the good storyline again. I was laughing so hard because we had even talked on this podcast and certainly on our like uh, handles and shit, like trying to be like, who's this child? And meanwhile, the fucking kid existed, but the comics were so boring. That? It was so oh, shitty the, the at the surfer, time. The surfer story. I was like, I don't give a shit about this. Uh, it was a lot of treading water in this series. Hey. Hey. Oh, we're I moving mean, on. Legion of yeah. so, my, 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 so when re- rereading, I noticed in like issue four or something, um, Beast is like that mask that he's wearing, like they had a vision of it because of, uh, what's her name? Da, uh, Domino. Da, da, Domino. Yes. Um, and he's like, it's only probably from four different places. It was like someone random in America, oh. Russia, and Genosha. And I'm like, well, there, there you go. go. There was a nice hit yeah. from the beginning. The get go. Nice. Yeah. It's Genosha. Yeah. I love uh, his backstory. I love a sci-fi moment. Yeah. Having a guy just clone a bunch of himself and then do crazy experiments on them, and then Actually. that motivates him to very Rick and Morty. Yeah. Child burn a face. My favorite is that there are a handful of doctors running around without faces in the current X-Men run because you yeah. also had Dr. Barrington from last yeah. week. Th- Thomas has only appeared in two issues and he died immediately. Mm. As this you is said. It was good to have him. You know how like every era has sort of like their tropes? This is truly the era of... No face. No, it's t- giant tubes with people in them. Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. Every single comic has a tube. Yeah. That, that All the fucking body horror that's also building oh, the, up there's so different. many of these comics is Except for this one. Uh, they look crazy. I, mean, <laughs> I know it's small, but the... The fact that the faucet produces water and then a weird Goo. protein Ooh, paste. I hated that. <laughs> that was oh. disgusting. It's so gross. Who are Max's parents? Are yeah. we, uh, Legion Just of, glob heart. I know. Have, yeah. some, have some water or Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Legion of 10, number 10. I mean, Legion of X, number 10. Simon Spurrier, Neto Diaz. Xavier learns to be a better father by showing empathy for his son. Nightcrawler remains a monster. And the Legionnaires successfully repel Nimrod's invasion with dire conf- consequences for Warlock and... Um, I thought there was somebody else <laughs> that happened to them. It's a bad forget me not right. Uh, uh, this is it's oh, forget. Sorry. sorry, no. Go ahead. It's a great story with three different stories that shouldn't be All together. should be their own yeah. series. Yeah, <laughs> and the big reveal at the end. I got winded reading this. Uh, it's it's <laughs> well, a lot. Stop reading comics while you're running. Well, it's a treadmill work. But uh, it, I think. I think you said it, Kaylin. Reading it as a collection really would be helpful. It's great uh, that way, but reading it every month so is bizarre. really tough. It's very dense. But the, all the storylines are good. Sure, yeah. uh, absolutely. It's, w- it's just very dense. Do you remember like the fourth, third, fourth season of Arrested Development where it was just like complete chaos? Yes. Yeah. Can they redo it? And ah. just do the oh, chunk sections. Like, you know how they, really you know, they literally do yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. No, they bring two different versions of the fourth season. Yeah, please do re-edit that That's so I can read it and make it not Honestly, exhausting. I can see you doing that with the actual physical comics. Just tear out pages. I, was, I know I together. should. I have the physical but, one. No, I don't. I stopped reading this series because uh, it was annoying the fuck uh, out of me. But to, 
to that point, all the breaking points between the different storylines work, though, too. So it was just a lot. It's a TV show rather than a comedy, or like a Game of Thrones esque episode. Where, like, this is taking place in this part. I mean, I I think both Karen Gillan and Al Ewing do that in Red and Immortal, respectively. Cy Spurrier is a very talented writer, but I think he's a write for trade kind of a guy versus mm-hmm. writing a monthly comic where I can like consume what's yeah, happening every month. Legion was amazing, but that had one storyline. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a solo book versus a team. Yeah, book. exactly. Each, yeah. You're, it's, I, I don't think want him to have this team book. Your attention is so divided per issue, you can't actually digest the really great content that I think I is can. showing up every week. Yeah. You're um, winded and you're congested. And I got it. Like, I didn't really know Forget Me Not before this. Like, I know we've always kind of keep forgetting him. Yeah, I know. I'm going to joke. I'm like, and Marinette, like, all of that whole thing. They're just their cute little flashback. And the fact that she, like, remembered and put the earpiece in and then it fell out. Yeah. It was very emotional. I really, I really loved the <laughs> cute little love story. They, they really had to phone that one in. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> remember me. And then the earbud falls out and. <laughs> She just walks away like, and and thank God there's nothing we forgot. <laughs> uh, it's a very Twilight Zone yeah. type thing. Yeah. Hey, should we whistle as we walk away? That's like super. I don't know. That's like one of the saddest I, stories. I, I, it's I think very sad, but uh, it's such a it is funny. Is his character. Yeah, it is his he character. Created. He love he. Lo- it's such a weirdo character, and like That's he's great at the weirdo though. characters. We want to talk about not the, ink. Right. Uh, <laughs> do we want to talk about the big reveal? Yeah. Well, you talk about it, Caleb. Mother Mother Righteous is the fourth sinister. Oh my God! None of us knew that. None <laughs> of us guessed that. I know. Anyways, with their big heart breast. With their heart. I know. Heart it's just, titties. it's just, it's just right there. But I did love that before the reveal, when you see uh, Charles Xavier trying to reconcile with Legion a little bit and realizing oh, I'm being a bad father, I've got to help my son, and she's just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, I can hear Sinister saying that. Like, blech. No, that was good. Uh, let's get on to Venom uh-uh. number six. Oh, go ahead. I liked um, Juggernaut becoming a. Mich- vehicle for yeah <laughs> i need a steam uh, yeah. amazing <laughs> that is the best panel ever that's fun yeah it made all this weird fucking ghost vengeance stuff worth it yeah I feel like so <laughs> good so good uh venom 16 al ewing let's wrap up our dark web coverage al ewing and brian hitch miss marvel codex bedlam and meridus fight for the soul of eddie brock and also there's a red goblin <laughs> the only thing i liked about this was the red goblin I don't like shitty kids being annoying to adults, but when a shitty kid is shitty to like a 17 year old kid who thinks they're the greatest thing, Miss Marvel. Yeah, when she was like, "I did this and Cyclops and blah blah blah," and I'm like, "Oh, shut up." She's like, "Shut up." You I like her a lot, but this it was like that was a Mary Sue fucking sentence, and this 10 year old boy is like, "Who are who are you, lady?" Shut uh, <laughs> up. I was like, "Yes." It's like <laughs> it's like the saying like a little bit of knowledge is really dangerous. So like Miss Marvel's been a hero for like two minutes instead of a minute yeah. and she's like listen as somebody who's slightly older than you let me give you some advice it's like shut up you dumb bitch yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but i did like her inclusion a lot in this oh i certainly uh, did well it was also a cute flip too because she's like i'm young adult i'm in a completely different category and then like later on she's like i am a child <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that was great yeah but overall i mean al ewing's one of my favorite writers but i just can't i don't like I'm glad we didn't keep reading Venom. We're only reading it for Dark Web. Yeah. It's I'm I'm done with the lore. I don't care about the symbiote stuff anymore. It doesn't. That's what it is. Like Al Ewing was great summertime. for Guardians of Galaxy. Yeah, so the summer of symbi- hot girl symbiote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so pregnancy <laughs> summer. <laughs> it was so good when with Donny Case because like there was sort of lore, but it was like this is too. 
It worked for Guardians. Not Lords Boar. It's too yeah. It's just like who the fuck gives a shit? Like Venom could be a human being now and do all that stuff. But I'm like, for fuck's sake, don't be teleporting us to the future and back. And I this was, and that. Yeah, I don't care about yeah. six different Venoms who are then going to become each other later on. I'm like, what the fuck ever. No. Well, somebody does, but it's not us. Let's talk about Dark Web finale number one and the only one: Zeb Wells, Francesco uh, Mortarino, and Adam Kubert. Yes, and Adam Kubert. It's a mm. knockout mashup as all the dark web storylines, except for Black Cat and Mary Jane and Belasco, come together. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that until you mes- mentioned that. Well, you that. had mentioned they last week that they're going to they're gonna keep going, but I don't know why they <laughs> I mean, I get why they did that, but I'm like, they could have given them anything. Great <laughs> stories. <laughs> don't know why they fun. were involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed dark web overall. Uh, I think it was uh, I think it was great. I like the culmination of like now that there is a goddamn limbo embassy in the middle of Manhattan. So, so silly. I love, I it. love it. But it's the embassy to New York City. It's not even to the U.S. It just says the limbo embassy to New York. The yeah. embassy. Like, what? The limbussy. Limbo. My Yeah. Basically, everyone on the internet hated this. Really? No, there are a lot of people who liked it, no, too. No, no. Well, Reddit despised it. Oh, Twitter. Uh, comments You're Twitter on Twitter. Uh, uh, what's yeah. the other one I was thinking? <laughs> HN. Um, I'm trying to think of the other one I read. Scans Daily also just hate it. Those are the two I follow. And I felt bad because I'm like the only one who actually enjoyed it. Is it because people like, did it? I, again, I'm so glad that we... didn't expect it, but they all... Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say, I'm so glad we read the original Inferno for Class X yeah. because I would have had a different interpretation of what I expected the story to be. But once we saw that it was the successor to Inferno and read that, I'm like, it's giving you exactly what Inferno did, but good. <laughs> so I also like the resolution of Madeline basically... Like a little bit of understanding towards her from yeah, Jean yeah. and Scott, uh, just made her say, "Oh, I have what I want now. Yeah, I don't need to keep excellent. doing this." I like, I love like resolutions that don't require a big fight. But then we had the big fight with Chasm, obviously, and you know, yeah, the but various she demons. sent a lot of fucking demons to destroy an entire city and possibly kill a bunch of people. But yeah, but then you know, she, <laughs> they like, definitely she didn't rewrite. Any, it's funny that they didn't rewrite reality to be like. All those people that died and took over New York City, don't worry, they're good now. And I'm like, no, they're all still dead. I, I have a feeling they're going to do like a Madeline Brent. and Havoc book with like other folks. I don't Ooh. know what they'll call it. Yeah. Into it. Hellions. There a- you go. Yeah. X Men in Hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Ryan, that's definitely <laughs> yeah. the one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. I, Nailed it. I feel like there's a Can't lot of elements winner. of the Dark Stor- dark Web storyline that are great. There's fun themes. Having these two characters team up to be evil is great. Uh, establishing a new status quo for Limbo and giving uh, fucking Havoc something to do. Fantastic. The journey was wonky. It was cute at times. It was like trying to be serious at times. And it's really hard to do that when you've got teeth on a school bus. Um, (laughs) There was a whole building with a face on it. I really like the idea of Krakoa has said, we're a nation now. There's something you guys want from us. You have to respect our identity. If... Limbo was like, well, why don't we follow suit and create our own nation and do the exact same thing? But it has different consequences because demons aren't as ruly of subjects as like the mutants are. They don't follow orders as well. I thought you were going to say, what the fuck could Limbo exports be? Fire? <laughs> Brimstone? Punishment? <laughs> Souls? Oh, yeah. Dominatrix? Are, what about the, like demon organs or something? Oh, we're the Guantanamo of your soul. Like what do you think she's showing? Demon mate is surprisingly delicious. She's like, mm. and it does, again, so it's, it's the embassy to New York City. So like it's the city. The cities don't have senates. Like, what's the council people? City council? So like, yeah. Council so she's people? just like rolling up there to be like, hey, we need more garbage cans. 
Because all of these garbage cans keep <laughs> eating <laughs> other garbage cans. <laughs> Could you wait, wait. What do you need more garbage cans for? Nothing. <laughs> no, no. What do you want the garbage cans for? Because we have to provide garbage cans. What do you want them for? You're not going to turn them into monsters, are you? No. <laughs> No, it just like stuck out to me so much of like an eighty, like an eighties or no, really probably in the nineties, like comic writing. We were like, I don't think you understand how any of the embassy situations work. And I'm like, Zebwell seems smart enough to be like, Yeah, what? yeah, an embassy, an embassy, right? When signs attack people, an embassy. <laughs> Are you excited uh, for the Hallow's Eve spinoff for no apparent reason? I yeah. really like her. I think as she's a, a cool new, character, as a new villain. I enjoy her. Yeah, I like that she's, she's wearing. Stupid though. I'd like to follow her journey. <laughs> she's fucking. Could, That's yeah, good cosplay. Go to Party City, bitch, and get <laughs> more masks. Like, I'm slow-mo putting my werewolf mask on. Yeah, you don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know this mask. Uh-oh, Frankenstein's coming. She's, She's got a Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes mask. <laughs> She's a spirit Halloween store, but year-round. Like Hillary Duff. Uh, not Hillary Duff. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> or both. Or both. Yeah, or both. Joke Hillary Duff last mask. Last week. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap up with Scarlet <laughs> Bitch number two. Steve Orlando, Sarah Pacelli. Scarlet Witch helps Viv process her nightmares of electric sheep and makes tea with Storm. This is so good. Every so good. single, Great. it's just like backstory, backstory, continuity, amazingness. I love the Dream Queen just randomly is returning. It's just, it, it's fantastic. As soon as I, I saw the Dream it. Queen, I was like, this is why Clark is it, loves yeah, it. Yeah, 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 like because you love Nightmare and Dream well, Queen. Well, they did so well with Viv too, and the fact like. I was also like, Vilp, shut up. This is your mother, basically. She's very standoffish. <laughs> yeah. She's but like, she's a robot. She's yeah. an android. She's like, I know you saved my life. I guess I'll give you a handshake. And you're like, bitch, go, just be nice. You're part of this family, lady. Yeah. Wanda is trying hard. She and, is. And then the follow up with the s- dealing with Storm. Like, Cute. I love that. Like, yeah. it was good kind of. I and love the art was, like, was heavily advertised on the cover. It was just like, and a story featuring Storm. <laughs> I was yeah. like, all right, I'm in. See the, <laughs> the Storm storyline was, uh, the backup was not written by Steve Orlando, by yeah, the way. Right. But yeah, right. Yes. So I didn't even know it was going to happen. Yeah, neither did I, actually. But I love that, like, she tells Wanda. Uh, oh, I don't even vote to bring you back, but thanks. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Does anyone think it's weird? And it doesn't show up here, but I've been thinking about it when I read her bef- recently in um, some Love Unlimited thing that was a Marvel Unlimited ca- storyline that has Viv. She, um, when she's in human form, is a woman of color. Do you think it's weird that basically her 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 all of her brains are based on two different white people's like brain patterns? That she's deciding uh, to be. Uh, well, it's like I mean, a Wanda's strange appropriation of two. Well, Wanda's Romani, so she's not. Yeah, but no, they, she. It's not just a woman of color. It's a, woman, have you a very dark woman of color. Have you met it's weird just, liberal people? Because there are many people that do think like that. Sadly, it's very like, strange. I feel very uncomfortable. Overly, it. yeah. I do want to. Uh, it's Stephanie Williams is the other writer for. Thank the you. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appropriating yeah. some stuff. I was very you. pleased to see that uh, Steve Orlando took a pepper cash. And raised it to a somali. Yes, I don't <laughs> know how do it's pronounced. That? It's a cabbage, di- a Romanian cabbage dish. It's pork and rice stuffed mm. in the cabbage. That sounds good. Sounds though. delicious. He, he knows his dishes. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's friends with uh, Jose Andres. Um, and I just thought that was great. It's seasoned with uh, the sadness of losing her children. Oh, oh, is that? <laughs> I thought it was just. I That's did, a little bit like nutmeg. I did he's, kept looking at that image, and I'm like, is that a Cheeto? Why is that a dream? Yeah, it's Cheeto? a it's a particular <laughs> Romanian <laughs> dish. It's a flaming hot Cheeto. Cheeto. That <laughs> takes a long time to make, but 
you know, it's, and I also thought she just that took it out of her mouth based on the uh, <laughs> at each other's mouths. It reminded me of the Good Place when the judge is eating a burrito. Oh, and she's and like seizing, spicing it with hot sauce, but the hot sauce is the feeling of envy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so spicy, so spicy. All right, so those are issues, and we have a new segment. It's called poll rs as in election polls mm. so every week we're putting out a poll on twitter and then we're going to discuss the results so this week we asked all of you what are the worst x-men runs ever so the four choices chuck austin's uncanny x-men yeah. in the early 2000s mark guggenheim's x-men gold which is notorious on this podcast because this is what kicked mm. off homo superior y'all Googs. um <laughs> Peter Milligan's X-Men in the mid-2000s. Peter Milligan's a very good writer, but his X-Men run was not his best. Mm. Go, go, go. And then <laughs> uh, Claremont's first return, because these returned a bunch of times, but his first return to both Uncanny and Adjectiveless X-Men in the year 2000. Ugh, I'll take the crab juice. Go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, crab juice. <laughs> Uh, who, what would y'all, before we get into the results of what Twitter said, what would y'all pick as the worst? Um, the Brood Saga. <laughs> <laughs> we already Damn. said mine earlier. It's, it's Guggenheim, but not that one. It's Young Avengers. Young oh, X-Men. that was yeah. awful. Yeah. It's t- Young X-Men. Yeah, that too. Young Avengers is amazing, uh, but not yeah. Guggenheim. If he Young ever X-Men is awesome. Young X-Men is a piece of garbage. Austin's Uncanny has got to be the far worst thing. And yep. I was trying to get back into X-Men comics at the time, bought like Unlimited, the subscription, all this stuff. And I couldn't be more excited to catch up right where I left off. And it fucking sucked. everything. I agree. I did uh, like the artwork. I did like the artwork. I hated the artwork. Well, I liked manga. So. I was like, I can't oh, see. Yeah, it's terrible. I can't see anything. Oh, the colors were all bleeding everywhere. Awful. Have yeah. you ever fucked in the air above someone's parent? Have I? <laughs> Every Saturday night. Does That's he interviewed me about that story to write that comic book. It's. Well, that one's so so bad that it's iconic. So like, it does oh, have a that's place. Fair. It's so bad. Guggenheim's is so bad. Because it's so bland. Like, yeah. what happened in that? You remember run? when Kitty probably went to Washington? That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was supposed to get married to Colossus. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, that's that's, that's fair. Pretty that is fair. That so bad it's good versus because so their bad age gap bad. wasn't large there was enough. Yeah, I mean, like, pyro Googles. No I mean, the Draco is like top tier shit. It oh. is. It is utter. It is utter dreck. But it's like John Waters, like flamingo yeah. polyester. And we're dreck. still stuck with that backstory from Nightcrawler. Uh, which I hate. I know. But I agree with you, Ryan, because Guggenheim's run was not only bland, it was derivative. Because it was all, it, like the whole like resurrection uh-huh. era was trying to bring back that 90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And X-Men is the worst when they're looking backwards, not forward. Yeah. So at least Chuck Austin was trying to do something different. Yeah. It was bad different. And so Twitter agrees, by oh. the way, that Guggenheim's uh, oh, X-Men goodness. Gold was the worst. <laughs> then slightly in second place was Austin then Claremont, and then Milligan. So Milligan was the best of the worst. Uh, Surprised they, at Milligan. They I mean, get I, Milligan and Mulligan. I agree <laughs> with that, but a- I any didn't fun, expect Claremont to be higher. Any fun write-ins? Uh, we got Somebody did write Young X-Men. Somebody wrote Grant Morrison's run, and I had to <laughs> fucking boo the shit <laughs> out Sorry. of that person. Did you actually do that? <laughs> what? I No, I, I basically used the gif of uh, uh, Family Feud when you get the X, you know, like it is, ah, it's not a one thing. Like, bang. Um, but yeah, uh, so Polaris, this is a new segment we'll be doing every week. Check it Maybe out we'll on do it Twitter. Oh, okay. And as we always like to close out with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where we each get to, and let's make this sure it's quickly, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, yep. Talk about something you read, seen, heard, and experienced. Let me just say, just a quick thing that you liked, and I don't go on about it for I, a long time. I can't. Like my, this my, description. My, 
mine is long. Well, mine's long. Okay. So so when you're when you're seasoning a cast iron pan, oh my god, you you Jesus it's Christ. like craggly and it's got like a rough surface, right? So yeah. you you use oil and you heat the oil. You build up layers and layers of oil, and then it gets like flatter and flatter, and that's what makes the nonstick part of a cast iron nonstick. All right. So for the past two months on Reddit, a user named Fat Mummy <laughs> has been posting, and he has just been doing co- like you, normally you do like three to five coats. Oh, it's like a world normal. record. And he is just coding again and again and he'll post when he's like hit like 60 70 so this and people have lost their minds they lose their shit because cast iron people are practical people okay. and they're like just fry with the damn thing yeah. <laughs> just fry with it, it yet? just use it and so he's he's fried with it some but he won't stop applying seasonings so he just hit 80 oh my what god what does it look like it looks reflective that oh, is a cast wow. iron pan whoa that's weird so if you go to the reddit thread for cast iron and look in the best of it's the number one <laughs> you know your favorite reddit thread <laughs> people have lost their minds has it, sex mummy or whatever his name is, is has he, he revealed, revealed his mummy, face oh, sorry. is he giving a lot of negative the negatives so there's a lot of people who are negative like stop fucking making this a joke okay just like cook with it and then other people like yeah op just go on and so he's he will go jump into other threads that are super old and he will post that picture (laughs) he will throw in a comment like have you thought about seasoning it a little bit more and then after that it's just a bunch of people going yes op season it season it for the gods honey (laughs) (laughs) cooking twitter is weird fat mummy two 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 (laughs) doing great work out there yeah um i'll i'll uh pitch uh, I'm like doing a pitch. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, so but get this. Here's the thing. Uh, no, uh, what Bad Batch is back on. Um, ah. It's pretty fun. Um, season two. Season, yeah, season two. Um, and Gungi is back. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Jedi Wookie, Gungi is back. Gross. Okay, guys. It's amazing. I don't watch the show. Uh, great. I'll go. Uh, great show. Intelligent. So Fire Emblem Engage just came out. Uh, it is like a weird anime successor to the three houses of other five of them. It's mm. the combat's great. The game is too easy, but get it today. It's generally very enjoyable and kind of a return to form of like, <laughs> if you don't like all the dating sim shit that was in some of the three houses stuff, this is a lot uh, tighter, but the storyline does suck. Cause it's like takes place in a fantasy <laughs> world. <laughs> but the gameplay is great. What so. a pitch next. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ram V is becoming one of my favorite new writers. He's South Asian. He's also from India. <laughs> like Didn't me. Didn't he also write Venom? Yes. Not his superhero <laughs> stuff is not my favorite. Uh, especially his Marvel <laughs> stuff. He's writing both Venom and Carnage. And for DC is writing, uh, detective comics right now, but his indie stuff, uh, is quite good. And I recently read the many deaths of Layla Starr, which is a magic realism book uh, set in Bombay, which is Ooh. where I just was. And what it's, company is this? Uh, it's Boom. Uh, so it's Ram V is a writer. Felipe uh, uh, Andrade is the artist. And it's very sort of like Sandman-esque, uh, meaning like the goddess of death basically is fired from her job because there's a kid who is going to discover the secret to her ma- immortality. So she's become redundant. Oh. And she gets reborn in uh, this woman, Layla Starr, who committed suicide. And then she gets reborn every few years and encounters the person as a kid, as a young adult, as a middle-aged man, and then as an old person. And it's this rumination of life and death. And it's beautiful and haunting oh. and gorgeous and right. uh, culturally very important to me. So. Nice. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, mine is culturally important to me. Love is Blind. <laughs> 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 well, Love is Blind is a bad show, and I hate it, and Americans suck. 
But love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. Also, you got to bring your love. Love is blind and Clark is blonde, by the way. So on the Reddit thread, love is blind. Love is blind. Brazil, much tastier. Um, it's fantastic. The c- people are actually real. It doesn't seem like complete bullshit. No one's an influencer. It's really good. It has the best adult like parent figure of a contestant ever created. Oh, it- it's very watchable. The re- reunion special just happened yesterday. It's very good. Watch it and don't feel quite as bad about watching a reality show because it's actually something cultural instead of bullshit. There you well, go. Nice. All right, that's been our episode. You can catch us every week on Fridays. Uh, yeah, you still have time today when this episode is out to vote for your favorite. Vote X-Men. Dazzler. Vote Dazzler. Vote Dazzler. We're we're Team Dazzler. I mean, you have maybe thirty minutes, people. It ends at noon t- on Friday. Yeah, so. our, and our episodes <laughs> also a ridiculous yeah. thing that they did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's been our episode. You can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Bye, little homo. Bye. Bye.